Hands off parenting. It's just hands off parenting. Put that down. Don't touch that. Stop it. Where's the line? I updated my um your laptop. Yeah, and it just asked me a weird question. Okay. <laughs> Are you rolling? Yes. <laughs> well, hello. Welcome to Hands Off Parents. I'm Abby. I'm Steph. How are you doing? You know, as good as I can be. Really? Yeah. You look is... good. You look like you took a shower. I did you take a shower. earrings on? I put earrings on. This is, you've dressed up. Not I, for me. Well, <laughs> my son is now going to school. Yeah. Uh, full time. So I try to incorporate a shower. Into your day. Not every day. Okay. We're going to go with every two. That's a, that's a pretty good run. I still maintain my position that I think showering is a waste of time. I just don't like getting wet and then having to get dry again. I feel like that is a wasted, like, I'm already dry. Why do I have to get wet and is then your, get dry again? But it's like being dirty or smelly. It's or, whatever. You Who's looking at me? Who's smelling me? I guess, Mike, but I don't know. I don't want to go there with your... With your <laughs> Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Um, you're in you're in some funky fresh workout gear. Yeah, today. I look like a slob. No, you, you took a shower, and I like literally. Am well, disgusting. you worked out today. I guess so. You went to do yoga. Yeah, it was a rough morning. Was it? Why? For I just I got in really late last night. I had a trip, and I got in like eleven thirty, and my ears still. You know when you fly, and like your ear just yeah. doesn't ever pop. Yeah, I, yeah sometimes yeah. I think it never pops. It might not for a year or something, and then one day I'm like, whoa! You're like, I didn't realize it was like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I sent you a really funny joke on text message, and you didn't respond to me yesterday. You did. I said, "How is KY sticky?" I don't think I got it. I mean, I like I got KY being Kentucky. Yeah, but sti- oh, like then, KY jelly. Yeah, oh, like, I got the KY? text. I just and didn't get the. Te- I didn't get the joke. Oh, okay. So I, I would thought trash it was so good. I was one. like, okay, you didn't think that was I, funny. I apologize. That's hilarious. Thank oh you. my god! Like KY jelly. Yeah, like the lube. Yes. Yeah, it was very sticky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, speaking anyway, speaking of, of sticky, sticky, no. Speaking of sweating. Okay. Okay. Um, I guess. I have, I, I'm glad that we have this intro for this guest that I'm so excited I'm about. so excited. Because it's our most professional intro we've ever had. <laughs> and we've been talking about this guest internally for... For years. Yeah. Yeah. Since we began. <laughs> the day we began, we were like, do you know what we should do this podcast? <laughs> Three years from now, let's meet back here with Courtney Wyckoff. Yay! No oh, no, no pressure. pressure. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm the team hype man. So let me just hype you up for a second here. Courtney is the founder, creator, uh, star, star of Mama Strong, which is a brilliant program that she will tell you about in a moment. Um, I spent a lot of time last night on your website just, like, geeking out and being like, I love her. I <laughs> want her to be my best friend, second to Abby. <laughs> you, can, um, you can have her. So, anyway, welcome, Courtney. Friend. Thank you. Welcome. It's good to see you guys. You both look clean. You look clean, too. Oh, Abby, thank no. you. Thank you. <laughs> she doesn't, but it's, you're nicer than me. <laughs> um, so, tell us, first of all, you have some kids. I have some kids. Yeah. I have a 12-year-old <laughs> and a 7-year-old, both girls. And then I have uh, a 20-week-old inside my body. Which is so exciting. Which is exciting. It is. Do you know what it is? It's another girl. No, oh my gosh. Because apparently that's what has to happen. Yeah. I'm one of four girls, so... That's a lot of a lot of tampons. But I know what to do. And like, you know, you wipe. Is it front to back? Back to front? I forget. Front to back. I'm in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Like the PPTP, I'm not going to have to do that. That's so nice. 
Yeah, yeah, I never, I didn't do that, um, and I just opted to get peed on, yeah. and then not shower, as you heard in the beginning <laughs> of the episode. Um, yeah, I will say though, like boy parts are just so much easier. Like, it's like with my daughter, like she would constantly get these diaper rashes, yeah. you know, and like stuff gets in there, and then yeah. you know, and like she would get UTIs because the wiping is it's a hard yeah. system like to navigate. It it's hard, you know, and yeah. with them. It's like, you are very privileged. Like, <laughs> you tiny baby boy already. Like, you're only eight months, but, like, your parts you are just to. easier. Yeah. But then I'll... And then we'll get into this. But just to warn you, once you start, like, wiping them because they're on the potty... Yeah. It, you don't know how to wipe a male person because right. you are not one. Right, right, right. So I'm just like... Rah! And they're like, that hurts. Daddy doesn't do it like that. I'm like, well, daddy... D- knows better than me right. like so let daddy do it right and wait, wait until he comes I'm home from work happy to give this job That's up right. so anyway <laughs> speaking of mama strong yes um so tell I'll, us yeah tell us the history tell us like how did this oh, all start this and program? what is it what is it yes. first of all uh okay i'll start with what it is yes um it's an online fitness resource for moms mm-hmm. um it is five dollars a month and it is 15 minutes a day and in those 15 minutes you get a um really good workout depending on where you are so we have like a pregnancy program a just gave birth program and then kind of a post postpartum program and the focus is all about core strength but uh, when we really dig into core strength it's actually about pelvic floor strength and rehabilitation um, so that's what it is as far as the history goes it's got a long history you ready for it yes I mean we have not all day but about an hour so yeah <laughs> so Just go for it <laughs> yes um, so let's see. After my second kid was born, Ren, um, I was super depressed. I think the first one I had been really depressed. And honestly, I don't think I had ever recovered here, here. and pulled out of that. I don't think I even knew. I just was lost in postpartum haze and depression, severe depression. So after the second one, after Ren, um, I was also in a lot of physical pain. I had a second C-section. And along with that, had just... I was a Pilates teacher at the time, and, like, yet I was in so much pain that I couldn't even lie flat on my back without my pelvis feeling like it was going to shatter. Wow. I was afraid to tell anybody because I'm a Pilates teacher. Right. So, like, I should be able to fix myself. I'm a professional. But it was not working. Mm. Um, so I think partly because of the depression and needing some sort of outlet, <laughs> I got really obsessed with uh, the human spine. <laughs> <laughs> and I start, I got on Google and instead of Googling like all the things wrong with me as a mom, yeah, uh, I started Googling about, you know, uh, pelvic floor and uh, the female pelvis and the human spine and learned that like all this work that I've been doing for so many years with all this like forward flexion mm-hmm. was so wrong. Huh? Yeah. Holy then, cow. Yeah. And then I found out that I had something called diastasis recti, which at the time, now it's a huge buzzword. Yeah. Right. I don't know what it is. Ooh, this is exciting. Yeah, um, it is. <laughs> pelvic floor diastasis. <laughs> Let's talk about Get it. Get ready. We're going to go pause and all sorts of things. Um, so it's actually the separation of the rectus abdominis, which is your six pack muscle. Okay. And it's a normal thing during pregnancy. And then in between that, you have something called the linea alba, which is like your, um, connective tissue that runs down the center of your abdomen. Okay. Okay, So while you're pregnant, in order to support the growing baby, uh, the rectus abdominis has to separate and move apart. And so then you're left basically with like a hammock in between of just connective tissue. Mm -hmm. So 
that's a normal thing during pregnancy. And after pregnancy, uh, we want that to come back together. However, most women in Western culture, it does not come back together and uh, stays apart. And that tissue gets weaker and weaker. And we have no idea. And then we go back to regular exercise. And uh, no one tells us what's going on. And um, we end up with lots of problems. Mm. Um, so I had no idea that that was going on but I did a self-measurement and found out that uh I had a six finger separation which if you measure is like that wide right uh six finger separation in my abdominals so you could feel through all the way through to my belly and to my organs right which is what a lot of women experience and a hernia um to go with it oh my god yeah no one had told me right? right like I had been to so many PTs at the time it was just like completely unheard of huh yeah So I started doing research on that and then started learning that like the way we should be fixing this is not through flexion. Um, So not through crunches, not through normal core work. It's actually through extension. Um, So and does it so does it grow back together? Is that it's what it's supposed to do? So uh, it it doesn't necessarily grow back together. but Basically, we create like a life jacket. That helps the deep abdominal muscles pull together a little bit more first. Okay. Which then by doing that, it heals the tissue in between and then things start to function. Okay. What happens is in this culture is we bypass that deep work first. So the life jacket never happens. Life jacket never happens. Um, and then we just kind of work on the outer muscles. Right. And so it stays separated. And then we end up with all these problems because our guts are literally like hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> so like what are some of the problems that that you see as a result of of this physical uh, condition that we have all all the things peeing on yourself yeah. incontinence uh, mm-hmm. prolapse which don't google that that's where your hoo-ha comes out your hoo-ha like i have heard of this and then you have to sew it up <laughs> well yeah i mean the way that <laughs> my mom's case sorry in my mom's case (laughs) the way that people have dealt with is by getting surgery that puts a net up there which does not work by the way yes uh back pain um, oh my god hi that's yeah. I, I my back yeah holy fuck this is i was like i want you to come on my podcast so i can talk about my back for an hour <laughs> because it hurts so bad yeah so bad all the time yeah. like it is crippling pain that i don't even talk about yep. but like it is just constantly hurting is it lower or is it lower lower back yeah. it's so lower back this is what i dealt with too that i was afraid to tell anybody mm-hmm. about and um really chronic pain is a big deal especially for the new mom what we don't know is that um, our nervous system normalizes chronic pain very quickly because our job is to keep going. Right? Yeah. And especially when you're a mom having to take care of a infant, our nervous system's like, well, I got to keep this woman functioning yep. and not disappearing into some crazy rabbit hole. So I'm going to normalize this pain, uh, make it maybe not primary in her thinking, but it's going to be primary in my function. So mm. your nervous system is 100% focused on dealing with the pain so you're not able to do higher level things right so it's so distracting well and like you have this pain and then like my baby's 20 pounds now so i'm picking him up from his crib and i'm every time i pick him up it's like ow and every time i lay down when i get up in the morning it i'm like i'm like 80 when i roll out of bed i feel you and this is why 
I started Mom Strong was I was like, this cannot be the way. The way. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> it shouldn't be the way. Ridiculous. Like, I shouldn't feel this way. But I really started to think, like, this is just the rest of my life, and this is what happens when you have a baby. Har, har, har. But yeah. now, I'm telling you, after six years of not being able to bend forward, not be, I have zero back pain. And for me, That's incredible. that is a miracle. But it all has to do with learning how to heal the pelvic floor this way. And that's really where Mama Strong started was like, I don't want to deal with this pain and I know I'm not the only one. I know all these women are walking around yeah. thinking it's their fault. Right, right, right. I'm doing something wrong. My body is screwy when really it's just basic engineering that we haven't been taught. Well, and like, so this is what's so genius about about it. I, I went to your website last night and I like watched your video, like I said, and then I was just like fangirling out on everything about it. I was like, look at this branding. Look at this. Like I was just like, it's all so good. Um, I was like, as a mom, I was into it. As a business owner, I was into it. I was just like into all of it. Um, but the thing that is so incredible is that like, I keep saying every day, like I can't do anything now with these two children. Right. Like, I don't know anymore how to live my life. And so the idea that I need to incorporate exercise yeah. into my day yeah. when I know I need it. Like yeah. I know my body needs it right now more than ever yeah. because I, because I feel shitty. Um, and I'm older. Yeah. Like I yes. know I need it now, but like I can't figure out how to do it and I don't want to pay for it nope. and I don't want to pay for it with time and I don't want to pay for it with money. And so when I saw your site, but 15 minutes, fucking 15 like, minutes a day and five dollars a month yeah, y'all like yeah. i was just like okay i'll give anyone five dollars like five dollars is just like $5. i'll throw five dollars out the window i'll put a piece of gum in it i don't care <laughs> for real it has to feel like that yes. it does it really has to feel like because you're like well if it doesn't work i have nothing to lose yeah. and furthermore jennifer Mathieu, who's like um one of our favorite guests to have on she's a recurring guest she's been talking about you <laughs> constantly she's like you got to do this mama strong thing you so did this mama she strong thing. do it though she she's, must, she, she does, does it because okay then i'm glad because that was my question because now i'm five years post yeah would it would it help me i mean because i yeah, she's a seven-year-old yeah, yeah she's seven year old i mean one of our biggest demographics is moms who've been like what the fuck i've been doing this all wrong and uh how come i don't know these things and so we have you know people who have 12 year olds right start. so it's not like too late it's never it's too late never you too said late. you like have grandmas grandmas yeah the whole thing yeah and i think the best part of it kind of what you guys are both saying is like i would love to be able to go to a class you know and work out um, yes but there's some for me it's just not possible i've been a single mom for a while oh yes and so there's like this privilege of time and autonomy that yeah. so many of these health experts have and we've all been listening to them for oh so God. long. Yes. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Right. Like, yeah. You have privilege of time and auto autonomy. And yes. I don't have that. Nope. Like, I want to hear from somebody who doesn't have time and who doesn't have autonomy, which usually means women, let's face it. Yes. Um, <laughs> and tell me about that. Like, tell, working mothers, like, yeah. let me hear from them how they do it instead of how they suffer. So when, when do most, okay, the other thing is like, Oh my God. You're, you have a, she has a Facebook group that has 6,000 people in it. Like, yeah. and then I loved, so I was looking at your Facebook group last night. I joined that as well. I'm your number one big fan now, but, um, <laughs> I was like, I loved that you can't talk about weight or like, there's some rules. Like, yeah, yeah. we're not going to talk about weight. We're not going to do before and after photos. Yep. Talk about that part yeah, of your, why, program. why is that so important? Um, well, so I, my background is as a professional ballet dancer and, um, just because of that, I was com 
objectified from an early age. And so a lot of like my physical functioning had to do in all honesty with how it looked like, mm-hmm. uh, the way I looked was, um, uh, how I determined my value. Mm-hmm. And so when you really, you know, pull that apart, what ends up happening is that women exercise, whether they know it or not, or don't even subscribe to that idea, really exercising to change the way we look. Right. And so it's, that's why we do the surface level stuff. That's why we do the crunches. That's why we do the pushups because yeah. they're dealing with surface level muscles, yeah. you know? So when you really pull it apart and then go into function, then it's like a totally different thing. And so, you know, fortunately the crew that's at Mama Strong has kind of stuck with us the whole time. So we don't have to moderate it very much. Everybody honestly is just super relieved that they can go to a place and focus on function. Um, but sticking to that and not compromising has been key, but also very hard for the business for sure. Selling a fitness company that does not offer before and afters that does not talk about weight loss. I mean, and it's complex and is intelligent. Like it is hard to sell, especially in a Facebook ad or something like that. But I bet for us, once you're in, you kind of get that cult like following Mm -hmm. where people are like, I found this place that is making me fit, making me strong, changing my body the way that I always wanted, but I don't have to subscribe or sell out yeah. to the other bullshit. Yeah. And so yeah. that wow. piece is, so for us, uh, not compromising on that piece has been essential, but not hard to, not hard to I deal with. I think you're, I mean, yeah. I think once you get into the mindset that you're trying to be strong, you're not trying, it's not, that's not what it's about. No. Um, and feeling better. <laughs> When you exercise, you don't always feel better. Sometimes you feel worse when you do it wrong, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've sure. done it wrong so many times. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, it's refreshing. It's yeah, refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> to be able to just say like, no, this is what this is about. Not yeah. Well, and like we grew up in this time. I think we're all about the same age. Like where it was really important how we look. I, I had to really fight for a long time actively to to break away from like this slave like mentality to being thin yeah you know heroin chic was a fad totally like what does that even mean (laughs) yeah (laughs) and like now we're in this new (laughs) it's like ridiculous we're in this new period where and i heard a podcast about this yesterday about gwyneth paltrow and the goop empire and all the wellness (laughs) you know wellness empire and Mm -hmm. and how we're like sort of like we've swung to the other direction But like a lot of that wellness stuff is very privileged. It's very expensive. It's very. And so like for you to be offering actual legitimate wellness that is affordable and accessible is kind of groundbreaking. Yeah. Well, I really don't see myself as a fitness person. If I'm honest, I hate to work out. Yes. (laughs) I hate going to the gym. I hate the whole thing. Um, But the way I see Mama Strong kind of fitting into my life is that I'm more of an activist. This is just a skill that I learned because ballet kind of taught me how to understand the body. I kind of have a sixth sense for um, human engineering. It's just a skill set. But really, my passion is activism. And, you know, when a woman is feeling integrated and her nervous system is not focused on pain, her behavior changes. I mean, it's because of this work that I was able to leave a marriage I needed to leave. You know, I was able to do a lot of things. If, if not, uh, I think because my pelvic floor was such a mess, the base of my nervous system was just like Try not it. integrated mm. just from a science point of view. Yeah. Uh, once I got out of pain, uh, I was able to access other things and get out of depression, get when help. are you writing a book on this? <laughs> are you? <laughs> We're trying. I, yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to. You yeah. should. Yeah. You definitely you should. should. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, like, um, let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about depression. <laughs> 
let's talk about depression and anxiety. And, um, I mean, I like basically my babies get pulled out of me. I have, I have a C-section history as well. And my OB's like, and now here is your antidepressant. Like, ha- like this time around, she like put it in my mouth while I was on the table. You know, like we were. She's like, I'm not. We're not even fucking around with this this time. Yeah. Like I remember, I went after my first, and I took this iPad test. You know, to, oh, t- yeah. to see if you have postpartum mm-hmm. depression. And the OB, it was a guy that came in that day. Was like, are you, are you, are you gonna kill yourself? And I was like, <laughs> maybe. maybe. Like I, I was just so mm-hmm. uh, fucked, and I also yeah. had this like horrible anxiety too at the same time so I didn't want to take anything because I was afraid of the breastfeeding and and I was like I would stay up for hours and google I mean I'm a chronic google hole google holer and I can do some (laughs) serious damage to my nervous system that way Um, like you always find people, there's never somebody in like a chat group who's like, everything's all right. No, it's like, my baby died. Yes. Yes. It's always the worst case. There's angels (laughs) and dates. You're like, please don't, what is going on here? Yeah. (laughs) So like talk about how this work, like physically, physically pulling yourself out of that. Like how does this work help with those very real things? Because it's something that I struggle with. When I have babies and when I don't, but it's just amplified when I have babies. Like yeah. everything is, every problem you already have, yeah. I just feel like it's like turned up <coughs> when you have oh the God, kids. Yes. And it, <laughs> like, and it's so common, right? I mean, so we just started talking about postpartum depression like what, 10 years ago? And yeah. up until that time, it was like, no, you can pray it off. I'm or like, whatever. Do you, like, <laughs> do you not yeah. have postpartum? Yeah. I'm like looking who for somebody who doesn't it. have it. Yeah. Yeah. Seems yeah. like with your hormones, like it's just par for the course yeah, yeah. and being stuck alone in home oh. yeah in your house by isolation yourself, plastic and tv and <laughs> horrible yeah. um so for me exercise quite literally saved my life um i was uh dealing with suicidal ideations in the middle of the night like really planning like actively planning how i could end my life without anybody knowing i did it on purpose because mm. i didn't want anyone to have that story right so um, this was after you had your baby. The second, yeah, the that second. was both of them. Both of them. It, um, much more extreme with the second. Um, and so I think for me, the exercise, just pure science here, endorphins and um, blood flow, all those things, just gave me a little window, like an antidepressant does, um, gave me a little window in which I could actually have a tiny moment of clarity. And those moments of clarity, when you have depression, are like the key moments. Mm -hmm. Those moments are the ones that make you go, oh my God, I've really been lost. Yeah. I've been like, and even if it's fleeting, you're, you get those little red flags and those red flags build up to the point where you start to reach out and get help. But I think the bigger issue with postpartum depression is that we're so focused on, okay, uh, tell me when you're having symptoms. And when you have symptoms, then let's call the warm line or let's tell somebody. But if you're already in active postpartum depression, yeah. there's no fucking way no. you're going to reach out because now your brain is crazy. Yeah. yeah and yeah, it's yeah. telling you, like, if I do tell somebody, they're going to take, take my kids away. They're going to do something to me. So I'm a big advocate of like, how do we start beforehand? So for this baby here, um, I'm creating a health, a mental health contract beforehand that identifies like if these symptoms come up, which I'm pretty sure they will, here's the plan of action. And I'm the one who's in charge of it. I'm signing it. I'm the one that's saying, if I tell you this or that is happening, here's what's going to happen. But it has to happen before. There's no way 
that uh, when you're in the throes, yeah. when you're in the throes of it. I'm even going to call a hotline. I mean, I wish it were true, but so much of that advice is given, you know, on the other side, and not by women who are really in it. And yeah. the truth is, I would not have picked up the phone. I wouldn't have told anybody. I wonder though, and in your experience um, dealing with first moms, yeah, is there some? I mean, I remember going into it and being like, I would never get that. I would never get postpartum. Totally. I'm so excited for my babies. Yeah. And then they came and I don't have it at an extreme level, but everybody has your hormones are just out of whack. Baby, totally. blues. Baby, blues. Baby, blues. baby blues. Yeah. Like, I mean, I distinctly remember being like, oh, what if I died? It would be probably easier for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. But so how do you convince mothers, first time mothers, like, not not saying you're going to go through this, but you're kind of going to go through this because you don't believe anything. You yeah. know, you're like people tell you like sleep now and you're like, ah, whatever, I'll sleep <laughs> later. So how do you talk to them? I think with first time moms, the reality is they're not going to prepare because you are in that delusion that like my kids are going to eat vegetables and yeah. never watch TV and, you know, go to sleep every. I mean, you think that you're going to do it better. Right. So I think with first time moms having stories like this out there where you hear people not just say, Oh, I was down in the dumps and I needed to get help, but really say, actually I wanted to kill myself. And actually I was in such a fog that I didn't even know I was depressed. Um, and really describing it in a very visceral way is helpful because then they hear it and they go, Oh, okay, that's what's going on. Um, so I think stories and women sharing stories is important, but if they can, and they're willing to prepare, if they have a history of depression or anxiety, like a hundred percent, they should do a mental health contract beforehand with somebody safe Mm -hmm. and, um, pursue what it looks like if, and when it pops up beforehand. One of the things that you're talking about is this idea of community. That's something that when people tell me about your program, the community part is always what they mention. Yeah. They're always like, yeah, 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 fitness. And also, you get to hang out with her, and she's so cool. And you get to hang out with all these moms, and it's like this community thing that you've fostered. I, you know, I wish it had been deliberate. That's the cool part of it. Mm-hmm. Is like, first off, I'm an introvert. Like, I don't really like hanging out, so I'm not the type of mom. I hate people. <laughs> I hate people. Like, you too doing right now. Jimberie, not that I'm knocking that. Like, I wished I could be that mom, but it was just not authentic to me. So, like, um, the fact that the community aspect is such a big piece is so important to me because it really happened very authentically. Mm-hmm. Um I I think the way that it developed was, um, first off, it's on Facebook, which I also drives me crazy. For sure. Um, but for some reason, it's this little haven mm-hmm. of women who are really focused on function, on uh, how their bodies are feeling. They're re- No one's in there, you know, networking, which is a huge problem in a lot of other groups. Like, it's just this incredible place where um, we're able to focus on something that has more to do with our identity mm-hmm. and how we're showing up in the world rather than like talking about our kids a lot and things like not that there's anything wrong with that but it really is no we hate our kids (laughs) (laughs) it really is a place to like you know focus on what makes you feel like you on you yeah so you're not allowed to talk about results per se, like, oh, I fit into before my size and after, whatever. Yeah. But are you allowed to say, oh my gosh, my back feels way better? For sure. I mean, all of our before and afters are actually like, this is what I'm doing with my life now. Like, mm-hmm. I quit my job that I hated. 
Um, you know, I left my husband. Not that everyone leaves their husband. Don't worry. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> leave your husband. You'll be so much better off. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, people, the cool things that they're doing with their life, running a marathon, or we get pictures of people, you know, hiking up mountains with two babies, like 10 right. babies on their back. You transformation. Know, transformation yeah. that's very authentic. And occasionally we get people posting pictures of like, well, my posture looked like this and now it looks like this. Yeah. And occasionally we get before and afters and, you know. The group is so incredible and kind of self-moderating and has really taken on the values as as their own because they are their own that they really are so good at directing anybody who does show up and is like, I want to lose weight or here's what I look like before. It's just it's an incredible group. Okay, I have two I have two questions and I don't want to forget either one of them because they're good. (laughs) Um, uh, And (laughs) my brain is like marshmallows right now. Um, But like. I literally just forgot both of them. (laughs) (laughs) No, you didn't. No, I really feel like I did for a second. Oh, my God. No, here it was. Okay, here it was. Here's one of them. Um, Do you think that, like, these sort of, like, transformations that women are making, like, that they're quitting their jobs and leaving their shitty husbands and all this stuff, like, do you think there's – because, so I come from a theater background, and, like, a lot of that stuff is about, like – your core and your breath and your like yeah. when you get in touch with your insides yes. yeah like uh, i feel like a lot of women especially don't breathe no like our breathing is so like shallow and like when you drop down deep yeah like do you think that's part of it is that you're getting in touch with the center of your soul and your yep. body yep i mean one of the things that happens that's so cheesy but happens a lot is like I'll cry after a workout. I mean, I'll be there being a total dumbass like I usually am. I'm never taking myself seriously. And then out of nowhere, yeah. as I'm exercising, this like feeling will come up and I'm like, oh shit, I'm processing all this stuff. And I just like start crying. And you're uh, on camera. I'm on camera. Yeah. And, uh, you know, those, those workouts are always the ones where people come out of the woodwork and they're like, oh my God, that happens to me too. Like yeah. just out of nowhere. And I really think it's because there's all this incredible research about how our body really does hold on to our emotional world. Definitely. And, uh, if we're not releasing it, if we're not getting it out, it's kind of staying in there and stewing. Right. So one of the big pieces of uh, research that I've done for trauma is like animals in the wild, uh, they diffuse trauma and stress, which they experience more trauma and stress than we do on a right. daily basis, <laughs> like around the corner everywhere. Um, and they immediately diffuse that stress and trauma. They get up and they run, right? Like a wild animal has its own kind of ritual for mm. getting rid of that stress. Now, human beings, we don't. We just absorb it. We internalize it. Then we assume we should be acting differently about it. And it stays in us. So we store it and we don't diffuse it. So one of the big things about Mama Strong is helping your adrenal system chill out. So it's all um, high impact, but it's not stressful to the body. There's no weightlifting, things like that. Um, but also the exertion piece is so important. And yeah. it's different because we usually tell women for wellness, we need to meditate. We need to go to the spa. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck that. You need right. to go box. Like, right. You right. need to get it out. Right. Like, you need to pump your you? heart. You need yep. to pump your blood. Yep. Diffuse Sweat. it. Sweat. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out. So that's really what happens, I think. So it's a high, so it's in high intensity, low impact workout. So can people go on and try it out and see how they do with it or, or test (laughs) a little bit out? We don't do that because we have learned well over the almost seven years that I've been doing this. When you give people free access, especially moms, here's what happens. 
uh, most of the time, let's say you give them seven days. Right. Because we're busy moms and we're not motivated. Uh, we don't show up for those seven days. Yes. And so then we're like, well, screw it. I didn't show up. I'm the screw up, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You don't get any value from it. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't usually work out very, very well. No, that's a really good model. I mean, it's true. When something's free, we don't take advantage of it, even yeah. though we want free and we're like, I'll do that later. Well, well and for five dollars, I'm like, like yeah. yeah, try it. Just don't Just, buy a coffee today. Yeah. Right. And you can try it for a month and then we'll help get you started. Yeah. Right. It's a little more complicated entry point than most fitness programs. Like, that's one of the things there's very different cues, you know, that I'm teaching you to do. So it's not just like squeeze your butt and squeeze your belly. Like mm-hmm. it's a little bit more of a complex entry point. So uh, we really want to be able to hold people's hand and kind of nurture them into that um, rather than just give them a quick fix. That's going to feel good. Um, right. But so it's, it's a hard, it's a hard business call to be honest. Yeah. 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 I like, know, but I think the, you made the right Have you one. tried different things? Like, oh I mean, your yeah. business, you've been what, seven years? seven years and if you want to know every mistake in the book I can tell you as Cicely who's our CEO uh when she came in she was like basically you couldn't have screwed up a business yeah like if you know I'm sure I screwed my business up more actually (laughs) no no I promise you let's compare notes (laughs) let's compare it over there Cicely's in the background she's like yeah you really are fuck up (laughs) no I am a, a genuine fuck up and that is yeah, she's a business. Fan. I don't gotta, know about dude, that. You gotta mess up to, to <laughs> but you're, start over. You're a right? creator. You're an innovator. Like honestly, like here's the deal, man. You shouldn't be doing the business shit. I right? shouldn't. So that's, that's the point. That's the thing that I learned, and um, I had to learn the hard way. I don't think we learn this stuff without experience. And if the more stubborn you are, the longer time. For me, it took a solid five years, and ending up in so much trouble that there was no avoiding the reality that I was not supposed to be doing the work I was doing. I had no idea. So yeah. for five yeah, years yeah, yeah. you pushed on doing this despite like were you was it financially successful? Was it new? <laughs> so what what drove you yes. to continue? I know we have a lot of parents, not just moms, who have started businesses, who have quit their jobs, who have, you know, wanted yes, to we be have a lot of parents who people. do this. The reality is is that Mama Strong should have died a very very quick death early on uh in making money that i mean that stuff it was ridiculous it okay. was actually insane is not an inadequate description <laughs> it was truly insane so what kept me going was not just like passion and like oh i know this is gonna work out it's gonna be successful um in part it was insanity and the mm-hmm. other part was that like there were so many days where i was gonna give up and then i was like well fuck I'm going to film, I'm going to do this workout anyway, because it saves my life. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm not going to do it if I'm not held accountable by all these members who are like, where's the workout? I'm definitely not going to do it on my own. So, um, I better just keep filming. Yeah. Do so you that's feel literally like, it. do you feel like <laughs> every day you're like, when, <laughs> when you want to quit a business that you've started every day, you're like, fuck it. It just becomes this like, I'm going to do it, but I'm not happy about it. Yeah, but I'm going to keep doing it. But I'm not totally happy about <laughs> totally. it. Totally. It's like, and then at some point you, you, you sort of like push through and now you have a partner. Yeah. Which yeah. seems like it's going to help. Oh my God. And yeah. having the right partner and being able to work through conflict and all those things that I'm not good at. Like that piece has been, um, exceptional. I, I just listened yesterday to this, uh, long form podcast and they were interviewing Julie Snyder, who's the. Uh, producer she did this American life for 20 years and she was the producer on serial and she was talking about um, her partnership with Sarah Koenig and Mm -hmm. uh, it was just interesting like 
talking about how so often we do the work we don't want to do at work (laughs) and how part of their process has been like really allocating who likes to do what yeah, and like do that thing. But if you're going to be doing like, like for me, like I'm doing QuickBooks, I hate it. I hate it. I'm like actively like want to set QuickBooks on fire. You know what I mean? Like it's just not my language. At least you do it. I just didn't do it. Well, I shouldn't be doing it. And like finally after three years, I'm like, like people are taking it over that like don't mind doing it. But like I think a lot of times like women's like suffer. You're like yeah. silent. Yeah, you're well, I haven't really been silent, well, honestly. Um you I've been, been <laughs> pretty pretty loudly suffering. Um most women suffer in silence or you're me and you're suffering loudly yeah, all over the podcast. place <laughs> on a podcast. But like I, you still suffer. Yeah. The yeah. point is whether it's loud or soft, yeah. It's like there's a part of it that you're just like, Well, this is how it is. Yeah. I yeah. just have to be suffering. Well, we do that to women, don't we? Like I feel like I could um anything I put my mind to, I can yes. kind of make work. And I, I, even from being young, it was like, I'm going to excel at whatever I do mm-hmm. um, instead of really focusing on, okay, this is actually, I'm really bad at math and I'm a terrible mathematician yeah. and I count like I should never do that. Yeah. yeah. I'm terrible management. Right. Uh, instead it was like, I can figure out a way. Yes. I yes. can figure that out. It's fine. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then with business, when you first start, frankly, you kind of have to. I You're mean, doing it all. Every CEO or founder says like, right. I did do it. Because yeah. you're not making any money because yeah. you're like, no one else is going to do this shit for free. Well, I'll right. have to do it myself. Right. Yeah. So I think in the beginning it's completely normal, but I think, uh, you know, talking about it and just kind of getting as much done, I think getting support in the beginning about the big do's and don'ts. Like yeah. I wish in the beginning I had sat down with like an accountant yep. um, or somebody I knew or a lawyer and been like, yep. I don't know if I would have, it's kind of like being a teenager. I don't know if I would have listened, <laughs> but like, I true. can figure that out. You don't have to tell me. I'll do it yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, but it, there are steps along the way where at least getting some feedback that like, hey, this is going to get you into big, big trouble. Yeah. Well, and it's crazy. Like while you were doing this and struggling with all this, your kids were little. Yes. They were little. I was going through a divorce. Um, I and was you were trying to dig yourself out of this depression. Out of the depression. I was so broke that like, I'm not joking, was counting quarters in the car to get gas uh, for my kids and trying to act like nothing was wrong. Um, I was just so This was lost. after you got divorced? Mm-hmm. I was just so lost in it. Um, I was dealing with uh, drinking. I'm in recovery now. So I was going through that whole process. It's just... So it sounds like a lot. It was a lot. This like saved you. Let me ask you about that though. So you, you started drinking after your kids or, or this is something you struggled with for your, I never drank in high school. I come from um, a family where it's apparent to me that there are probably some generational stuff there. Um, I, I think I always knew I should not be drinking. I don't know how I knew at a young age. So in high school, I never, ever drank. And then um, some stuff happened in my life. And then around 17, I just started drinking. And from the first moment, I knew, like, okay, this is my thing. Uh-huh. Like, this is how, this is going to be how I survive this world. It was my way of, uh. like, destroying myself at the same time as promoting myself. Mm-hmm. It was, like, how I stayed alive at the same time as kind of killing myself, interestingly. Um, so it was long standing. It uh, wasn't really um, getting to the point where it was causing 
major consequence in my life until after mm. my divorce. But looking back, it was there all along. I tried to stop so many times. Right. Um, you know, the classic yeah. alcoholic story. Yeah. Did you, did you do the 12 steps? Did oh, you, yeah. did you yeah. go to AA and oh, all, yeah, and I go the whole thing. meeting every day. That's, That's amazing. amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> so you show up every day for yourself in a couple, in a couple ways. of ways. Yeah. That's so funny that you say that because uh, I guess I do. You I do. I think I'm terrible at self-care. No, but, but, actually, but you yeah. actually are pretty yeah. great. You're showing up for yourself twice a day. Yeah. That is. Because when point. you go to a meeting and when you work out, that's not, mm. that's not for your kids. I mean, it ultimately it's, like, yes, helps them, but, but that's it's for that's your you. sanity. This is good therapy. Thanks, yeah, guys. It's for your mental <laughs> health. <laughs> yes, but that's, yes. I'm so, I mean, I'm just so impressed with your story because I don't know. I don't like, that's so strong. I mean, this is why it's the name of your, your mama program. strong. Yeah. But I don't know if I would personally have the strength to, I, but I guess you find it, you find it. And maybe your kids helped you find it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think the truth is like, it's hard for me to look at it as being strong because there was so much harm along the way. Like I did not, I messed up a lot of things. I hurt a lot of people. I, you know, I screwed up a lot along the way and things that I am still working on repairing. There's wreckage I'm still dealing with every day. So it's hard for me to say it was strong when truly it was a bit insane. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think if you talk to a lot of creatives and a lot of people who have been through it and really lived, they're willing to say like, it looked really strong and it is kind of heroic, but really the heroic part is getting your life together. Right. Right. And being willing to put, get through it on that. But the fact that mama strong is um, still here is something I'm very proud of because it, it shouldn't have been, and I right. did push through, right, and right, I right. did yeah. believe in it, and really it was other women and the other members and all that that kept it going. You yeah. were, like, leaning on them as much as they were yeah. leaning on oh you. Oh, my God. Probably Still to more. This day, yeah. yeah. And, like, did you expect, I mean, is it wild for you to, like, look at this Facebook group with, like, 6,000-plus people and be like, they're here because I created this thing? Yeah. Like, is that is that, like, a wild trip for you? I don't really think about it. But you should. (laughs) (laughs) So let's do that for a second. (laughs) Take the credit. Um, I mean, you created this thing and look what you did. I feel like what happened was, and I think we all do this in our work, and I'm willing to take credit for the fact that I feel like I have found a piece of information that is so valuable to women, which is common sense engineering of the body. Mm-hmm. And everyone who is a member of Mama Strong ends up kind of owning the information and being like, I knew that. I knew that. And finally, we had somebody saying it. So um, for me, that's the piece that I'm that I feel like is the inspiring part is like, okay, I had the willingness to find that piece. And even though it might not be what I wanted, you know, always thought I would be doing, um, that piece I think is what gets people there. And that's a piece I'm proud of. Like right, that's something yeah. that is a skill set that I didn't ask for. Uh, it is here and, um, I'm using it, but I think that's, that's the nugget that gets those people in there is like common sense engineering and having somebody explain it in a way that they're like, Oh, right. Right. I get and, that. And like yeah. that, part of it like genuinely putting the focus on feeling good and strong and healthy and not looking good and right yeah that's that's like really that's really powerful because as a mom like I, and I say this all the time like I don't care how I look anymore it's yep. a, I, I feel a genuine need to get some muscles yep. because I have a lot of shit to do right and I need muscles yep <laughs> like, yeah. well and that's the thing we found that like 
what I, I guess over the years, what I've discovered is Mama Strong is really the kind of the middle road. So um, it's for people who thought like, I'm not going to do this fitness thing because I don't want to subscribe to all that shit. Like, I don't want to participate. So you know what? I'm just not going to participate in fitness at all. And then you have the people who've done all of that. <laughs> it's kind of extreme and it hasn't yeah. been working and they're in pain. So right. it's kind of saying like, okay, we're the middle road where you get to engage in your physical self without kind of selling out to that whole thing, which is special. I mean, that's a rare to find. You usually kind of have to erase a couple things and be like, well, she's talking about her bikini. Right. Uh, right. But right. Right. Work out. Right. You right. Know? Or like, I'm just going to sit and uh, not ever work out and watch myself age and uh, feel terrible mm-hmm. and all that. Well, and it looks like, I mean, I am now a member of Mama Strong and I'm really excited to start. Um, <laughs> but like when I was looking at like the member vid- videos and stuff, it looks like part of it is that the houses are messy. The kids are everywhere. Right. It's real. Dude. Like that's oh part of God. it, right? Like when you, when you do your videos, like is your house messy and are your kids everywhere? Is that like, Oh my God. People a lot of times are like, I can't believe you show up like that. I'm like, <laughs> like what? First off, I don't watch the videos. I edit the beginning and the end and I don't watch anything in between because otherwise Mama Strong would not exist. That's right. You would get like caught up in it. Oh right. my God. Yeah. I'd be like trying to wear, I mean, it's deliberately like, me rolling in yeah uh, as I am and when the kids were little they were all over the place but there's always dogs there's always I'm always grumpy they were how old they were like four when you started or yeah uh, Ella was six and Ren was a year okay yeah that's amazing yeah just that you did it with a one-year-old it was nuts but yeah it's always a mess and that's what people like one time I went through this crisis where uh, we had gotten a new website before Sicily. This was the first iteration that was a disaster. But uh, we, uh, I, I had this crisis. Like, okay, we have this shiny new website. Like, I need to make the production side in my house look good. So I got, like, a backdrop. And I got lights. <laughs> and people were so sweet. They were like, uh, you know, we're really happy that you're trying to, like, up your game. But, like, can you get your laundry back? Right. right. Like, like it makes us feel real. better. Okay. Yeah. It makes it, it's part of your brand. Like, like we actually used to do our podcast with our children screaming and running <laughs> and we were usually drunk also. Um, <laughs> and then we were like, okay, we're not Let's making a lot of sense. It up and, and like the kids are great, but like people would be like, well, why aren't your kids crying in the background? No. That was our favorite part. Yeah. You know, yeah. it just makes you feel like less alone yeah. to see somebody else like in utter, utter chaos. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. how often do you write new or write, I don't know if that's the, create new workouts? I mean, do you, have you run out of steam? Like you can keep every changing day. it up every so it keeps day. people engaged. Each program, there's a new workout every day. So we have like intro programs for uh, each program. So like pregnancy is called Mama to Be, uh, New Mama, which is right after you give birth is New Mama. And then six months after postpartum and after is called Mama. And in each of those programs, there's an intro program that is static and is the same. Everybody does the same thing. And then they work their way to something called the Daily 15. Mm-hmm. And in each program, that is brand new every day. So, um, yeah. So, so you do it Saturdays, Sundays, every day. Yeah. <laughs> when, so, when do you do it? What yeah. time? Usually I procrastinate for most of the day by, like, getting on to Instagram and watching <laughs> yeah. Justin Bieber do stupid shit. For sure. And uh, dreading it. I'm not like, let's get up and yeah. do it. Right. Um, there's a lot of procrastination. I just squeeze it in uh, when I can. If I'm on a good pace, I'll get it done first thing in the morning because that's better for my brain. Um, but, yeah, I'm usually doing three a day, uh, two or three a day. Um, and Why? Then, Why two or three a day? Because each program has different. a new one. Oh, my and, God. But what about now? Like now that you're pregnant – 
So do, have uh, you had to adjust it? We were all a little worried about that. I think I was not, but I was in denial. And Cicely was like, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, trust yeah. me, I can do it. What are you going to do? Um, so I've been powering through. And to be honest, my last pregnancies, I experienced panic attacks every single day of them, along with such physical pain that the idea of exercise was like, there's no way I was going to do it. So um, I was a little scared because I haven't ever exercised while pregnant but this has been the ticket like I feel physically so good I have no back pain mentally I have not had a single day of anxiety or panic attacks what yes in this whole pregnancy and I swear to god the exercise piece um there will be a point where already I'm having to modify moves because I can't do them um so we have some kind of creative ideas for how to scale and also make it sustainable for um for what my experience of motherhood will well, be and your postpartum you're yeah. gonna you know but i'm kind of excited cicely's like oh my god but i'm kind of excited about the postpartum because i have built out the current postpartum program based on what i remember um but to be able to go through pregnancy mm-hmm. i've already been changing the pregnancy program based on what i'm learning this time um and so i'm excited to go through the postpartum and change a lot of that content real time but yeah. like based on what I'm going through. Okay, I'm sorry. My my mind is like blown right now because like I have an eight month old, so like I just went through this. And I'm like, girl. Um, so like, are you are you about to have a third C section? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So you're, okay. So let's just let's just talk through this. So you're about to have a third C section. So excited about like, this. How like your 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 stomach's gonna be cut open. You're gonna yeah. get this baby pulled out. So like. You're going to have to, like, not do this for, like, a few weeks, right? I mean, you're going to have yes. to take a break. Like, have for you sure. ever taken taken a break? No. Oh, my God. But yeah. uh, <laughs> we have some plans for that so okay, that good. it feels really seamless for people, um, which is going to be exciting. We're having some members doing workouts. Oh, which very is, cool. I was going to say, like, could you have Use your community. Use the community, which you. I think at the end will end up becoming, we don't know, but I think it'll end up being awesome. the model yeah. that we use for scaling. But I think also, I mean, the one thing about Mama Strong that makes it very different than other programs is, like, the time right after birth. So the zero to six weeks where they usually tell you, like, don't do, don't do anything. Right. That's a load of shit. Because right. Because you are doing such active stuff. You are it, doing stuff. Yeah. You're doing so much, but yet they tell you, don't do anything. Right. And uh, that's really the time where your pelvic floor needs the most help. Now, I'm not suggesting anybody exercises, but from zero to six weeks, there is stuff you can do even with a C-section. So I'm really secretly, as the researcher, so excited to apply what I've been yeah. suggesting. You're yeah. going to like be the science experiment. I'm super excited. And for me, I do know that exercise uh, literally saves my life. So it will be, it will be in Man. there, even if it's five minutes. Yeah, you know? it's going to yeah. be so <laughs> cool. I'm it like really, really excited for you because yeah. you're going to like... It's going to be a really different experience this time than your first two mm-hmm, because sure. you have this program that you've created and like all, I wonder what's going to happen to your PPD and your anxiety. Like yeah. I wonder, I wonder too. It's going I, to be interesting. This pregnancy was, I was waiting for being completely uh, debilitated. Like I have been before. Right. Literally could not get out of the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could not function. 
Um, so the fact that the pregnancy is different, I have hope that it will be different after, but I'm also very realistic, which really means I'm a pessimist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same. That Same. Uh, <laughs> I am aware that the postpartum depression hormones have messed with me and I can feel that I go into bits of depression, but now I can call them out, which yeah, I right. is the big key difference. And I wonder if some of it and not I'm not denouncing like the science behind it at all, but Mm -hmm. just like that, that kind of like mind over matter piece of it. Like I feel good. I'm going to keep like it feels good to feel good. Yeah. So like almost like fighting your bad demons that sort of pop up because you physically feel good. Like when your back hurts and you're like, and I'm depressed, like it's hard to not focus on that as opposed to like, I feel my body's good. So Let me try to keep my brain And good. the isolation of that. I so think that the isolation yes. piece Ugh. is what, if oh we look God. at other cultures yeah. and the way they deal with it, you would never leave a woman alone. The after village. Yeah. And Every you other culture. leave alone with a man. No. I mean, no way. No. Like, no there offense, are women but, yeah. everywhere. There are women all around you. It is, it is it's totally. so strange. So the totally. connection piece this time is not something I've had. And um, uh, because just by nature... Uh, because of the business, I am connected yeah. to a lot of women. So I'm hoping that those anchors are make it a different experience. Yeah, absolutely yeah. they will. So, okay, I have to ask about your older kids now. Like, because <laughs> it's so cool that they have grown up watching you do this and you being so open about struggle, because that's something that's really important for us too. Like, we want to talk to her all the time about, not being perfect and Mm -hmm. making mistakes and how that's part of it. And, Mm -hmm. and like the videos I was watching, the kids are watching their moms work out and they're watching them be strong. And right now we're going through something with, with my daughter where we're trying to like change her eating habits. And (laughs) like, I'm trying to not fuck her up. Like I was fucked up. I'm trying to not make it about her weight and not make, but make it about health, which it is. Um, and I feel like if she sees me doing this, it's going to be like so impactful. It's going to mm-hmm. be like, oh, mm-hmm. it is about being strong. And my mommy wants to be strong too. So how have your girls like developed as a result of you being this badass? That's a good question. Uh, to be on- if I'm totally honest, like they're a mess. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I love that, to hear that. I think that uh, like therapy will be important in our lives. Um, yes. But I think they might end up being like so anti-fitness because uh, <laughs> oh, that's their <laughs> rebellion. Right. Really, for so long, Mama Strong was so toxic that I was so much of a workaholic that mm. um, it took over our lives. It was like a whole other person. That but they like probably felt resent resentful. Like, you were ignored oh. them for yeah, the, for sure. It's like how you feel about like Iris will sometimes be like, "Oh, you ever do is pay attention to Harry," <laughs> and like because he's a fucking baby. Yeah, exactly. What do you think I did with you, jerk? Exactly. But Sorry, I talked to her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do. Talk about being fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> talk about therapy. <laughs> I think that leads to health later, yeah. personally. Um, but I do think what they have learned is they've you know. Uh, gotten to watch me get healthy and be open about that and how that feels different in their life and so that's been great Mm -hmm. so I see a huge change in that and I do know eventually they're gonna be like oh shit mom was right yeah yeah. okay but I do know it slips into them just the posture things that we talk about um they're I I know that it's there it's been installed in a way that's really healthy which makes me feel really really good and they also the way they talk about women Mm, that's uh, important the way that they talk about themselves in the world i mean mm-hmm. it's a totally different generation yeah, yeah. so that's amazing that yeah. piece is cool but i think the big thing that um we have worked on is dealing with extremes um and 
what my therapist calls is holding the tension between extremes. And so that's been the big lesson of parenting for me is like letting them experience misery and then giving it time to get to the joy piece. Um, That I think because of mama strong in their life, we've been able to go through both sides Mm -hmm. and kind of hang out in the middle of those extremes. Um, And so that piece I think is such a valuable lesson that they may not know right now, but they will. Yeah. They'll take. So what are your, like to close, like what, what are your, like as a parent, And let's just to, as you're asking this question, because we have dads who listen too, and sometimes we we get like remarks like, you guys are talking about moms all the time. Mm -hmm. I think there's a connection to to dads, absolutely, and just parenting in general. Um, So now with your question. Yeah, yeah. We have a Papa Strong, by the way, because men go through a very similar physical deterioration. And to be honest to the guys out there, you um, have a much more unfair situation because women, we're really good at talking about it. Yes. They don't talk about it. Yeah. At that's all. That's very true. They don't yeah, talk that about is, it. That's so cool that yeah. you're developing. Is, yeah. it, is that is a that new development? It's or? been around for a while in the insanity and now we're working on making it sustainable. That's so it's there. Cool. It's a free pilot right now. Anyone Amazing. Can join. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, tell my husband. Yeah. <laughs> so what are your like, what are your, what are your parenting? What do you, uh, what do you do? Like, how are you just like, how do you do this? How do you do this parenting thing? We always ask people like, what's your parenting style? What's your, like, what are your, what are your hacks? What do you, Oh my God. you know, like we like do a lot of TV. We, <laughs> we do a lot of, you know, like are you, it seems like you're very real and you're very, I'm very real. And this parenting thing is no joke. Like it is, there are days so where hard. I'm like, how, how do I don't even know how to navigate, and especially with a tween. It's like oh now God. it's turned into psychological right. difficulty, Holy which shit. is a different sort of thing. So it's um, chaos and uh, rabbit holes everywhere where like some days it's leave it to beaver at the house. And some days I'm like, I don't know if they're going to make it. To right. Yeah. Right. 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 And um, but I'll use an example from the other night. My oldest has some sensory stuff. And so when she feels sick. Um, even if it's just like a sore throat for her, that feels like, you know, she's dying of some terrible disease. And for so long, I just felt so much impatience about that and irritation and resentment. Come on, come on. In the middle of the night, you're 12. Like in the middle of the night, she's waking me up every 20 minutes to just tell me she doesn't feel well. I'm like, this is you're like welcome. So disruptive. That. Like, I know. What do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah. And I felt myself doing that and thinking like, okay, I need to create stricter boundaries around this, and I need to teach her how to get out there in the world. And then the other night, it was just creating such torture that I lay down with her and I was like, oh, you just need comfort. Yeah. Like you're on overload. You're overstimulated. It's gonna help everybody. I'm just gonna lay in your bed and sleep with you. Yeah. And yeah. that to me was like. Okay, every kid is different. My little one is not like that at all. She's rational, logical, no anxiety, no sensory stuff. And parenting her requires stricter boundaries and some of that harder stuff. But the older one genuinely um, just needs comfort. Oh, my God. So it was like. So. (laughs) That's your daughter. That's my kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's truly like I fight constantly being like, okay, that doesn't matter. Stop worrying about that. Don't like, and I'm, and I'm barking at her when I know that is what she needs. And every time without fail, when I say to her, do you need a hug? She says, yes. Yeah. 
Every time. Just yeah. overstimulated. The radical acceptance of that, instead of telling them not to worry, but to just give them a hug. Yeah. Or like with my oldest, giving, getting her a weighted blanket and a pair of headphones and just being like, girl, you had a long day. Yeah. Like, why don't you go in, ro- in the room and watch a show and just Relax. tune out? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that piece feels wrong because parenting has told me like, oh, I need to teach her to be empowered and active and doing after school activities. And I'm like, that's just not this kid. You need to shut down. She yeah. needs time. She's That's very right. different. The other one needs to be doing all the after school activities. Right. So parenting differently and responding to um, who the person is, that ha- that to me has been the big lesson. Like they're each, they're just different. Yeah. Mm. It's so oh hard. God. It is so hard. <laughs> it's so, it's so wanna, smart though. It is. <laughs> it just, just made yeah. me wow. feel like the worst mom, not because of you, <laughs> but because... I do this all like you're fine. We all do yeah. because all do. because We're nobody has earth. time to yeah. deal with that shit. That's and the that's thing. The biggest problem. That's the thing. That's the problem. And we're parenting. not taught to respond. We don't have time. Nope. No. no, nobody. Like I understand. We, think we don't have time anyway. We don't, we don't have time. time. Yeah. I think we really don't. Like, Dude, Oprah's if you have to get out of the one. fucking door to get to school, you don't have time. Yeah. I'm like, we do not have. Time. I don't have time to deal with your temper tantrum right now. Yeah. Like, I don't, actually. I don't have time. But but if I respond by just acknowledging her feelings yeah. and saying, like, you're absolutely right, I hear you, mm-hmm. you know, it, it usually goes over. It, we waste more time by me being like, yeah. come on, come on, Fighting come on, come on, come on. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then, like, the other day, I was like, fuck. And then I was like, she's five. <laughs> yeah. I was like, she's five, she's five, she's five, she's five. Like, you're a grown woman. You're a grown-ass woman. Like, she is five. Fucking calm down, it's you so woman, yeah. grown yeah. person. <laughs> it's so hard. I mean, if you look back at the harms of being a kid, if I look back, it was most of it was not being supported in who I was. Yeah. Right? Like, whatever that meant. Now, my parents were doing the same thing we're doing, which I is just like, I just want you to be functional. Right. And I also need a break. Right. Like, yeah. I'm over this. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is so overwhelming. It almost <laughs> let, gives you, like, <laughs> let me put my like give my parents like an out like let, let them off the hook for a minute yeah and then hard. not yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then also and then thanks no. for fucking they're still that. doing it <laughs> they haven't learned any lessons um okay well this courtney i'm so glad that we're best friends courtney. now um <laughs> you have friends. found a stalker and yeah that's you dangerous had, yeah like it's, it's good it's on it's on it's happening <laughs> well, ditto, ditto, totally ditto. totally well i, I would love you. to challenge since everybody challenges everybody I would yeah. love to challenge Stephanie oh God. to keep up with this and yes. report back to us. We have I, a challenge starting February 4th. Oh, my God. You're in. You're in the challenge. I mean, I'm, I mean, I literally, like, this is it. I signed up. I'm doing it. All yeah, right. I'm doing it. So. But report back on, like, how you feel mentally and physically. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I always do. Oh, yes. <laughs> so. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And so do should, what you're we doing. We should talk about your back. Yeah. 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 Let's I talk about my back. Yeah. Off the air. Off yeah. The air. Um, so tell us the website. Yes. Oh, okay. It's uh, mamastrong.com, and that's M-O-M-M-A, strong.com. It's a beautiful website. Well, it's a beautiful video. Sister, so you can send love yeah. letters to sister. Watch her video. <laughs> you'll be like, yes, girl, yes. <laughs> thank um, you so much thank for thanks being for on the show me. and sharing your story. Yeah, this was an awesome conversation. Yes, absolutely. We went to some places. We yes. did. I love it. Um, all right. We will see you guys in a couple weeks. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Do, 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 you can do, follow do, Hands do, Off do, Parents do, do, on Twitter. Do, do, Hands Off Parents, or you can always send us an email at handsoffparents at gmail.com. Or if you look on Facebook, if you're into that thing, you can find us there as well. Hands Off Parents is Steph and Abby. Mail can 